Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two-ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory, elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine, or evening, I don't judge. Whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley, so far we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination, fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% off if you enter your email, plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody likes Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Who the f*** is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself! Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com. We're here from the Spare Parts Studio. Like, subscribe, share, donate, PositiveSarcasm.com. Slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Feel the difference for yourself. Go to magicmind.co slash learn for more information. Once again, magicmind.co slash learn. I'm not on it today. I'm on pure coffee. Had to take a nappy poo with the chasey boo. Woohoo. <laughs> he's, he's I'm gonna one day I'm gonna have my real true studio where I have him in a lounge chair right next to me so he doesn't have to constantly walk over he can just hang out right there just on screen or just off screen depending upon how he's properly seated that's gonna be my thing today let's jump into today's stuff because there's been a lot that's been going on lately and um, it kind of backtracks to uh an episode I did just last week about uh, a lot of New York City teachers and teachers, you know, in many different states being basically shit canned for not getting the, you know what I mean, you know, the little, you know, the little fauci ouchie. So, it's, we'll just start off like with this. Um, do you remember when this fuckface used to run New York? Free fries when you get vaccinated? Um... I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? You delicious fries? Delicious fries? Which one's your favorite? But there's also a, a, a burger. burger element to this. Burger? Let me let me check with Bill Needhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This can be breakfast. Okay. Is it too early today? I want you to look at this and. 
Is it too early in the day to fucking steal taxpayers' money? Is it ever too early in the day to freaking lock you down and not let you go into a cheesecake factory with your daughter unless you've had the fucking Pfizer? Is it too early in the day to not rape you of your freedoms? Nope, never too early in the day. And you get a free burger. Just don't walk into that restaurant unless you've had your booster. Think about, again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all ways of life, but... Wait a minute. You want to respect all ways of life? You want to respect all ways of life? Does that include people who actually want to take care of themselves by going to the gym and eating properly and taking the proper supplements and having a healthy work home lifestyle and not beating their fucking kids and not feeding off the fucking government and getting eight hours of sleep? Or are we going to cast them aside? Or are we just going to take all those people who actually do all the work and don't complain all the time and basically after they take their mask off, they light a cigarette and fucking flick it at a small dog? We're going to only take care of those people because they got the little booster in the arm? Or are we going to say fuck them and basically fire them from their job so they can't pay their fucking rent, so they can't take care of their fucking kids, and we're essentially just going to kick them out of the state? But if we can't find anywhere for them, we're essentially just going to, I don't know... Do the math. If this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mm-hmm. Vaccine a side of fries. How about a vaccine a side of freedom? You could do whatever you want as long as you listen to me. Okay, you know what? This fucking asshole doesn't work there anymore. But the fat mere idea that this insanity existed just a short – actually, this insanity hasn't really ended all that much, but the – thank fuck that a lot of the mandates have died a miserable death and i want to feed off that so the teachers got shit canned some of them maybe moved to florida some of them maybe moved to other states well maybe they have a reason to come back because a judge in new york in staten island just reinstated all unvaccinated workers so whatever de Blasio and that stupid-ass governor that was then and the stupid-ass governor that was that is now, all of them, the whole bag of shit, basically overruled by some schmuck in Staten Island saying that basically unjust cause. Now, let me read the article. So a recent case in the New York Supreme Court for Richmond County may have laid out the roadmap for unvaccinated employees seeking challenges seeking to challenge the vaccination requirements. So the actual brief history, October 2021, basically anybody who worked in the sector for New York, for the city of New York, the New York Department of Health, uh, police department, fire department, teachers union, whatever it was, basically an executive order for those stating that unless you were a covered performer, an athlete or an artist, you could work in New York like Joe Rogan, got to perform in Madison Square Garden in front of 20,000 people. He wasn't vaccinated, but everybody in that building had to be. So basically that right there, that loophole was enough to basically send all the lawyers that were needed right to the judge's office and say, hey, this is fucking bullshit. And at that point, uh, what is it, Garvey versus the city of New York, along with several individuals, former New York City Department of Sanitation worker, fired for their failure to get vaccinated or obtained or approved exemption. The proof of exemptions, the exemptions, were, most of them were denied, okay? Uh, filed a lawsuit pursuant to Article 78, the New York Civil Practice Law and Rules. They sued New York City, Department of Health and uh, Department of Sanitation, New York City Commissioner, Mayor of New York, 
The petitioner argued that the applicable employment coronavirus vaccine requirements were arbitrary and capricious. Also contended that it was unconstitutional under the New York Constitution. Both sides filed motions and asked the court to decide in their favor. The judge, who is the man, Judge Ralph J. Porzio, issued an order essentially dismissing the respondent's arguments and accepting most of the petitioner's arguments. The order commanded that all terminated petitioners, so basically any fired employee because of this reason in the city of New York, be reinstated uh, just a couple days ago. But that's not all. Remember, these people have been out of work for how many months? Had to, and, and basically maybe even moved to other jobs, moved out of state, been failing for unemployment. Who I don't, I don't know. They get back pay too. Ordered, reinstated to your position and receive back pay. That's millions of dollars. Just like that. How the fuck are they going to pull that out of their ass? And they're handing out free burgers and free french fries. You know that Pfizer vaccine ain't free. Somebody paid for that shit. Somebody paid for that shit. So the court's reasoning. The respondents first argued that the petitioner's lawsuit was barred by the statute of limitations. However, the court said that the lawsuit was still timely because after the firing of the petitioners, the New York City Department of Sanitation sent a letter giving the petitioners the option to return to work after they got the jab. The court also said that this letter reset the statute of limitation clock after concluding that the petitioner's suit was filed on time. Ooh, loopy holes. The uh, court held the vaccination mandate was unlawful for several reasons. First, it was arbitrary and capricious. Court looked at EO62 and argued that it treated similarly situated people differently without providing evidence to support the unequal treatment. Second, the New York Department of Health and Mental Hygiene violated the separation of powers doctrine. This occurred because the vaccination mandate unilaterally and indefinitely changed the terms of the petitioner's employment. The court stated that these powers that the, there were powers the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene shouldn't have. Third, the vaccination mandate was effectively a legal mandate that affected a petitioner's conditions of employment and that the health commissioner of New York City didn't have the authority to make changes to those conditions for employment. The respondents relied on prior case law upholding vaccination requirements among healthcare workers. The court distinguished those cases because those healthcare workers had always been required to be vaccinated at the condition of employment. Like, for example, if I wanted to continue working for a hospital, I had to continue getting a flu shot every year unless I had an exemption. But if I'm just Joe Schmo at a different job and there was no vaccination, there was no specific health guidelines required. Like if you go to college and you're going to stay in the dorms, you have to have the uh, meningitis, the meningococcal uh, vaccination, which I do have. But that was way back in the day. Uh, but meningi meningococcal meningitis can fucking kill you could actually kill you um, because, you know, dorms are dirty. College students are dirty. Dirty, dirty girl. Fourth, the firing of the petitioners deprived them of equal protection under the laws provided for the New York, provided for by the New York Constitution. This was because athletes, performers, and artists, i.e. Joe Rogan, could be exempted from the vaccine requirement, but the petitioner could not. Fifth, the court noted that the petitioners could should could continue working while their exemption requests were being processed. Therefore, the court felt that the vaccination mandate was never about public safety. Well, no shit. It was about control. I added that part in, but I mean that, in my opinion. Because if 
it was any unvaxxed worker would have immediately been placed on leave until a decision concerning the request for the coronavirus vaccine exemption. So there's that. So the timeline is basically about a year after the shit hits. Um, a shit, yeah, a year after the shit hits, you basically started seeing vaccine mandates coming down. There was no ruling about whether or not they were going to be unconstitutional at this time. And then it was essentially going to be challenged at a federal level. It started out with this many people, federal employees, and then they started pushing it down on pretty much everybody. Okay. And then companies like the Daily Wire said, no, thanks. See you in court, fuckface. And at that point, you know, vaccine mandates in cities such as Boston, Chicago, New York, L.A. County, basically coming down. You couldn't walk into a fucking – you couldn't walk into the mall. You couldn't walk into a movie theater. You couldn't go to a baseball game. You – and then as far as masks go, mask requirements were still in heavy, heavy demand. Uh, but essentially people just grew old of it or they moved away or – the science started to come out. This ties into – and this was a battle online too as far as trying to get that information was a battle online because there was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, all basically pushing this information down. Whether they were outright blocking it, censoring it, limiting it, um, not allowing you to click the link, basically this little war game that was going on as far as information – well, it was slowing down the progress of us obtaining the actual scientific truth or at least the scientific opinion that ultimately leads to the truth or the ability to ask questions or the ability to seek alternative treatment. So here's my thing. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-science. I'm not anti-this. I'm not – look, I like asking questions. I like being able to take care of myself and keep things simple. When, and, and as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I am not health-wise. I am not a threat to the general public. I'm not. Okay. I present myself in a manner that is positive to uh, the general public as far as health goes. Now, so you know, I don't smoke around babies. I if I have like the flu, I generally would stay home, but I don't get the flu very often. Um, you know. If I have a cough, I don't try to cough in your face. I'm just I'm – ni I'm nice about it, but I'm armed with information. I'm armed with information based on knowledge, based on facts, based on values that allow me to be uh, as little of a detriment to other people as possible. You have the option to subscribe to my channel. You have the option to be my friend or hang around with me. You have the option to do all these things. You don't have to. I don't tell you have to. I arm you with knowledge about me. You are able to look me up. You are able to ask me questions um, in a manner of speaking. You are able to come to me for information so you are better armed with the information about me to decide if you want to be around with me, if you want to hang out with me, if you want to talk to me, if you want to interview me, if you want to donate or subscribe or support or whatever. You have the option to do so. I arm you with information. I arm you with an opinion and a point of view. And I arm you with entertainment or jokes sometimes. I arm you with this, with links and stuff. But I don't tell you, I don't force you to do any of this stuff. Because if somebody forces you, for example, if I tell you you have to get this thing or you can't go to work, you can't uh, uh, pay your bills, you are and, – and not only that – degrading you saying that you're a plague rat you're a detriment to the society you um you're psychotic 
And I'm quoting – I'm paraphrasing. I'm quoting people. I'm quoting the president of the United States. I'm quoting uh, people on the – shitbags on The View like Whoopi Goldberg. I'm quoting uh, fucking – who the fuck is that? That Kramer guy from Mad Money, that trash on MSNBC. Boy, if you were following – if you were trading on Metastock, you definitely were not doing – you're not doing so well right now. I'm so sorry. Arm you with the information so that you can take on the day to the best of your ability. That's it. That is how you grow. That is how you become a part of society. That is how you're able to contribute and be around people with different viewpoints. If I force you to do something, be like, or I ask a question, it's like, well, what if I have an allergy or what if this goes against my beliefs or what if this uh, is not my um, – what if this is not my thing? What if I just – I don't feel comfortable or I want to ask questions or if I just want to basically just take a step back and look at the situation from a more global scale, benefiting myself, my family, my coworkers, and instead of getting, well, here's the reasons, da 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 uh, but do with it as you wish. We just want to let you know here's what's happening. Here's what we're doing to help mitigate that, and here's what you can do, uh, and here are multiple options. Instead, it was, fuck you, you plague rat, get this shit or get out. Well, that's not very that's not very participatory, if you would want to put it that way. Uh, that's not the way you talk to your fellow Americans, your fellow people, your fellow humans, your fellow coworkers, your fellow friends, fellow family. I'm not a fucking five-year-old. You know? So... It came down to that where it's like, why can't I ask questions? Because when it comes to the federal government or people in with a massive amount of control and power, it's like, hmm, hmm, I think I want to ask some questions. I think I have some concerns or doubts or fears or maybe just outright anger when it comes to thinking about people with who have had a history of fucking populations over in the past and will – under the right circumstances continue to fuck people over because you don't have to be it doesn't have to be a conspiracy it's just an absolute fact that there are people out there it doesn't matter whether it's capitalism whether it's socialism whether it's communism whether it's whateverism it's people out there who are greedy that are always wanting to seek power and they're always wanting to what they have in order to seek power they have to gain control through fear through respect through money through currency through trade through whatever it doesn't matter what doesn't matter what ism you are living under. There are people that want control and will do whatever they can to get it. It's just that in some of these forms of ism, there's not many people seeking to gain control. There's generally one person who has the vast majority of control, and then there's maybe a few other people that are looking to wait for the weakness to take that person down and step into the role. So basically, there's always fear of a hostile takeover. At least in this system, you have a chance to participate at a certain level and get a piece of the pie. Or if it's not working out for you, bake your own pie. So those are the things that in this system I tend to like. Now, don't get me wrong. We have some – we have a lot of crooked people and most of them work for the federal government. So every time that these people start telling me what to do with my life, I get a little aggressive because I've seemed to – Despite all my mistakes in the past 30-something years, I've managed to every time – ti every single time, I managed to somehow, without the need of the federal government, 99.9% .9 of the time, I managed to, I don't know, figure shit out on my own.
you know? So take that for what you will. It's like, okay, I don't need any, I need almost nothing from you. Did I need the handouts from the federal government last year? You know, when you think about it, so the federal government said what? They sent me a $1,200 check and they sent me a $600 check, right? That's what they sent me? Okay, so they sent me like, you know, it's 1,800 bucks. You know, what I really find funny about that, when I'm when I was younger, so I was on un, I got fired from my job. I've been unemployed essentially twice, okay. And I took unemployment one time, and that was during the great financial crisis of 2008. And I was fired for six months, and my job hired me back. I took unemployment for $275 a week, okay. And that kept me afloat for essentially six months. That was my safety net. So. Hired back at the same shitty pay for some garbage healthcare company. I've probably talked about it before. Um, and then moved on with my day. But I managed to figure it out with just that amount of money. Okay. And there are people that are just sitting on their ass not doing anything that are actually making more than that was now. But the thing is, $2,000. Okay. You gave me $2,000. Did I use it? Yeah. I ended up paying down my bills. But I, I would have got there anyways. Like, I paid off my college debt on my own. I paid off all of my other debts through up through means that were decisions of my own. One time was through consolidation because shit had gotten out of control, all right? Because the credit card companies charge insane fucking rates. Okay, mistake made. I learned. I went through the process, didn't declare bankruptcy, and made agreed payments. This time, I paid off all my college debts on my own. Paid off all my cars on my own. Paid off all my shit on my own $2,000 payment okay it's like well if you weren't charging me $5.50 a fucking gallon or jacking up my taxes I probably could have used the money that was going straight into my paychecks or into my uh, into my my freaking uh, assignments my projects I would have been able to pay it off just as quickly um, and had more money in my pocket than if you were basically causing food shortage supplies jacking up the price of oil and energy and other things like that it's like Okay, do we want more handouts? Do we want more universal stuff handed to us? Or do we just want to be able to come and go as we please with very little regulation and just um, have low taxes? Have low taxes so we're able to afford more shit. There's a balance there somewhere. And I'd like to talk to people who are quite more competent that are currently sitting in our government that almost took my job from me my livelihood from me, for my ability to go out and congregate from me, my ability to basically fucking do anything. They try to take that from not just me, but from a lot of us. You know, it's funny. There was like apparently there was a nurse that was giving out like thousands upon thousands of fake vaccine cards. And you know that shit was going to go digital. It's already gone digital now in Canada. That fucking hellscape. Canada. It's supposed to be a beautiful, beautiful place. And yet literally run by a dictator or somebody who's becoming one like a little like a, like you took like a a, a a little Stalin, a little tiny Stalin or a little tiny Castro and you and you put him like a little seed of Castro and you put him in the soil. And then slowly over time, that little tiny, that little tiny dick tater grew and grew and grew and the next thing you know you can't buy handguns anymore you have to be vaccinated to go anywhere you have to be vaccinated to go into the fucking country and if you want the right to protest they're going to go ahead and shut it down and freeze your fucking bank accounts now am i making this shit up no i it actually happened 
It's actually happened and it's happening. Isn't that amazing? Some of the biggest comics can't even go into Canada. They can go all the way to London, England. Can't go to Canada, though. Imagine that. Get out of here, Forbes. Don't want to hear it. So, on that little diatribe, basically, these teachers that got fired for, from their shitty $47,000 a year introductory jobs in New York, well, they now have their shitty jobs back. And not just them, the firefighters, the police officers, the uh, uh, sanitation workers, because the trash piles up pretty fucking high in New York City. You might as well throw de Blasio on top of that trash and Governor Cuomo and his faggy-ass brother and all those other assholes as well. They're all trash. That's the trash. The pile of trash is essentially your government. You voted those idiots in, though. But maybe you didn't realize at the time that they were that shitty. You know? Now, the freedom of information, that's the interesting thing, though. So we talked about back pay. We talked about the appeal process. Oh, we didn't. The appeal. So obviously New York is immediately appealing because they're not going to want to pay all that back pay. Now, this could go back and forth. Next day, these sanitation workers are do are working. The next day, a court rules and they're not working again. This can turn it. This is going to turn into an absolute shit show. Absolute shit show. I think ultimately, though, um, it, it will go to the Supreme Court. Or it'll get kicked down by the Supreme Court and the original ruling will stand. But the Supreme Court will ultimately, if they filed that, the, well, the Supreme Court already has spoken on the subject matter. That if you, if you're not jabbed, you still have the right to work as long as you're, you know, as long as your, your company doesn't need it, you know. But this is such a gray area. There are some places like Liberty Mutual that says if you want to work here, you have to get it. But have those requirements loosened since all the information that's coming about recently because companies like Facebook and companies like Twitter – well, Facebook more so Twitter since Elon's now officially taking it over. Um, this information is going to flow more rapidly. There's not going to be a strain or a, a censor or a limiting of the information and the questioning and the opinions and the articles and the links that are going to be coming out so that basically when this information drops or when this link drops, people are going to be armed with way more tools. It's not going to be like, well, I don't know where to get the information. I'm not. It's right there. So basically when that information drops, it's going to – well, the system, the social network system is going to be more – what do you call it? Available. So, if you put a link, if you put a link on Twitter, I'm just, I, I'm overcomplicating it. Twitter is basically going for the most part censorship free. Okay, you're going to be able to drop links. Be like, hey, here's a study about the new uh, uh, Omicron shot. It's fucking useless. Did you know that? What a shocker. It's called bivalent. Bi useless. Uh, bi don't even bother getting it. If you're on your fifth booster, you're a fucking idiot. You're going to get COVID again. Um, are you going to get sick from it? No. Do you know why? Because it's not going to fucking kill you. Unless you're like 96 and an avid smoker. Um, the man's, I mean, for Jesus Christ, the, the dirtiest man in the world from Iran just died recently. He was like 90 years old. Okay. He smoked his own butt crack smoke and the dude was perfectly fine. Um, so back pay, appeals process, additional lawsuits. People are going to start going back to work. It's going to be quite awkward at the office. Hey, Joe, where you been? You know where the fuck I've been. 
But now that information is going to be coming more. It's going to be an uh, it's going to be incredible because. I mean, Twitter originally was uh, was the thing where people said, "I'm at, I'm going to the, I'm having pizza at the movies." It went from that to it went from that to um, the Iranian, the the Afghan Spring or whatever the hell that was called, the Arab Spring, and then you know they started basically you know, showing crazy shit on Twitter and pointing like, here's the bombings of this and the bombings of that and the killing of this person. And it was, it was an absolute madhouse. So that information started infiltrating Twitter. And then Twitter became like this immediate thing where you could post links and information and opinions. And it just, it, it grew rapidly. Now the fact that that censorship, uh, you know, that content moderation AI algorithm that was put into place and was sort of manipulated by the engineers at Twitter who just got locked out recently so they couldn't sabotage the system and Elon could actually review the data to see if it was, you know, leaning a little towards one direction. Now that information channel that is not as it's not going to be clogged or censored or filtered out, it's going hopefully going to be more opened up. So more information about uh, things like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or uh, uh, terrorism or government corruption or or sc- corruption in schools or just overall health and wellness data or you name it. You name it. The information, the opinions can flow more freely and you choose if you want to view this. That's, a, that's the thing. That's the whole thing about this is you choose, you know, what doctor you go to. You choose – where you want to work, you choose what content you want to you want to basically take in. And if you don't like the content, if you don't like the school, if you don't like the store, if you don't like the the food, if you don't like the people you're with, you can always U-turn, go in another direction. You don't have to force other people not to like that shit, not to attend to it, not to subscribe to it, and become violent about it. You don't have to freaking glue yourself to a, 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 you know, a painting. You know, you don't have to throw tomato, can, uh, you know, canned tomato soup on a Monet. Let the information flow freely. I'll be honest with you. I think there's just a lot of people out there who just aren't getting laid, <laughs> who are not willing to shave their armpits. <laughs> they're just, they're just angry. They're just angry fucking people. You know. Now, am I an angry person? <laughs> Fucking absolutely, I'm an angry person. I'm a very angry person. But I have, the thing is, is I have, oops, excuse me, sorry. I have outlets for my insanity. I work out, I eat good food, I have I have my best friend, we go everywhere together, I swing the golf club. You know, I, I have this. I have music, I have a, a muscle car. I have outlets for this stuff. Most people, I don't have, a, you know, what's your, how do you, if you were to ask me, how, how you know, how do you, uh, you know, wind down during the day? Oh, I go to, uh, you know, the Museum of Fine Arts and uh, basically duct tape myself to a fucking 800-year-old painting. That's what I like to do for fun, you know. What do you like to do for fun? Oh, I basically like to glue my ass to the pavement in the middle of oncoming traffic so that nobody can get through, so that the grocery stores can't get their uh, can't get their trucks, can't get their uh, you know their produce and stuff. I like to you know basically glue my big fat ass right to the middle of the road so basically that America can't get on with itself. 
Did you see that shit in like Italy? And uh, get the fuck out of the road. People, you know, protesters, you know, save the fucking whales or whatever. We're standing in the middle of the road. And the guy just basically ripped all the signs and grabbed these people and dragged their stupid asses off the fucking road. That's what they should do. If you are in the way of traffic, essentially you are a safety hazard. Anytime a protest gets on the road, um, we got a problem. Now, as far as the Freedom Convoy, that was a little di- That was very, very different. Yeah. Did they clog up the entire city? Absolutely. But the thing is, is, they were laying down universal laws saying that you couldn't do anything unless you did this. That's tyranny. Tyranny is different from you from this. So there is a difference between tyrannical, uh, tyrannical laws and you being like, well, stop the whales and fucking stop drilling oil and whatever. That's there's a difference in those outlets. Okay. The drilling for oil doesn't stop you from living your daily life and making choices that benefit you, best suit you. Excuse me. Whereas what was happening in Canada is a direct attack on the way on your way of life and everyone's way of life and only gets worse. You have the choice not to drive. You have the choice not to drive a car that runs on oil. Instead, you have the choice to drive a car that doesn't run on oil, but is completely made out of petrol, completely made out of plastic. Plastic is made out of petrol. Petrol, plastic is – your car was dug out of the ground using shit that uh, – using fucking, uh, you know, developing th- countries with, you know, children with shovels and shit digging out your lithium ion and your cobalt. Using gasoline and diesel to dig your shit out, run by coal with the, that is transported using coal and shit. Do you understand how complicated all this stuff is? Do you have any idea how the lights are on? It's not fucking. It, come on. You have any idea how this shit works? We had to dig that uranium and plutonium and all that other nuclear material out of the ground, transport it here with trucks. Okay, build it out of steel and build the entire core and the reactor and the building out of metals and materials that were dug out of the ground and transported here on trucks People with people who were not vaccinated so that that nuclear power plant could turn on and give you clean energy. Do you understand how complicated all this shit works? So you don't need to be taping yourself and turning, you know, and, and turning yourself into Elliot Page with a can uh, with a friggin' sign that says "Stop Alton Gas" or whatever the fuck, and then taping yourself to a Monet painting. It's absolutely silly. It's just it's pure insanity because your argument, your argument has, there's no argument there. It's just I'm upset, so I'm gonna make everybody's day harder. So that's essentially Jordan Peterson's theory of tra- a tragic person or a tragic situation that you decide you're going to turn into hell for everybody else because you just want to watch the world burn. You just want to kick and scream like a fucking child until you get the at- attention that you deserve. And you realize that that attention that you get, it's never going to be good enough. You're just going to be some whiny-ass Greta Thunberg motherfucker. It's not fun for anybody. It's not fun for me. Well, it can be fun for me because I can absolutely make fun of you. Like, for example, there's a person I just made fun of earlier. This guy. See this Free fucking, fries when you get vaccinated? See this fucking guy? Hold on. Um, I got about? vaccinated. No. You're saying I could get this? Mm-hmm. You delicious fries? No, delicious fries. Wait a minute. Uh, burger. But there's also a, a, burger. a burger element to this. A burger? 
a burger element to this. Listen, you fat, obese, cigarette-smoking fucking fuck who has type 2 diabetes and cankles. I will give you a, a big thing of French, a little thing of French fries, and a free hamburger. If you let us stick, stick this free gooey shit into your arm that may cause you myocarditis it may well no who knows we'll see we'll see we'll see by the way my wife is stealing money from the cat you know from the shit you know i think his wife was stealing money hold on let me find out let me see if i can find here um who's that fucking idiot's name d blasio what's he up to these days was he on msnbc or something Let's go here. What's this fucking asshole up to? De Blasio. News. Did I even spell his name right? Hmm. Let's see. Bill De Blasio. New York racial proposal Bill De Blasio's horrible parting gift. Bill De Blasio seen in Brooklyn sporting newly brown hair. <laughs> Oh, he's going to teach at NYU in 2023. Oh, sign me up. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's what he's... Okay, so he's going to go to NYU. That's fantastic. Maybe, maybe he could take over for that chemistry teacher who got fucking fired because his class was too hard. Bill de Blasio, wife stealing. Um, let's see. I swear it was in here. Hold on. It, it just came up. De Blasio wife steals money. I swear that was in here. I'm not even using Google. Oh, well. It's not in here. Fuck it. There was something in here about his wife stealing money, though. Sherlane McRae. Is that her? Really? Oh. oh. Wait, what the heck is this? Oh, here it is. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio's wife spent $900 million in taxpayers' money. Mental health initiative focusing on help, helping the homeless in the city. Oh, last time I was in New York, believe me, those homeless were not being helped. Uh, de Blasio wasted $1.8 billion of taxpayers. Thrive NYC. Yeah, basically. It's a slush fund they could pick from so they could hire their friends to cush gigs. That happens all the fucking time, by the way. All the time. All right. Anyways, what are we at? 35. Oh, yeah. You know what? So... Officially, Elon Musk. Officially, as of Friday, all Twitter shares uh, have been suspended trading. So trading suspended for Twitter because Elon Musk and his clan own all of it. So you can't buy it anymore. You can't sell it. About $54.20 a share. So congratulations to you if you bought for anything under that. And you stuck it out because I definitely ran for the door. Um, but... Uh, he's tweeted a bunch of stuff. He's definitely hyping up the crew. And um, he tweeted, anyone suspended for minor and dubious reasons will be freed from Twitter jail. And, and co quote, comedy is now legal on Twitter. Uh, apparently, from what I saw on Instagram, the N-word uh, use on Twitter is up 500%. Hey, I'm not condoning that. I'm just stating that that is something I noticed. Um who's a Tim pool he tweeted out the word ivermectin to see how see what I guess you know I think he's trying to see how this is actually working because people are, are 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 they're hopeful with Elon taking over Twitter um, but they definitely have their concerns 
or because this is like maybe the first time that noticeably that a, a, a billionaire, um, a huge fan of capitalism, has actually done something for the good of humanity. Well, at least I mean I'm sure you, I'm sure if you you could throw you know throw a bunch of comments and you'd be like this guy this guy this guy this guy this guy but it's like right now this is the guy, this is the guy the electric car guy. You know, the electric car guy told us we need to drill for more oil, more oil, and that we need more free speech. And he moved to Austin. That's like, okay. And he's like, oh yeah, and we need to fuck more. We need more kids because the population is a huge thing. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, um, what's gonna happen? So essentially, what's gonna happen at Twitter, or what is happening? Like I just stated. Oops. I got to work on this new thing I'm working on. Right, so he froze. Uh, so the engineers who were currently working at, at Twitter. Oh, by the way, he fired the CFO. He fired uh, the trust and safety bitch there, uh, Akasha Singh or whatever the hell her name was. Um, <laughs> I don't remember her name. Vijaya God and the CEO, Agrabal. Kicked them all out. Get out. You're fired. Uh, and then had to pay them their freaking golden parachutes. It was like $200 million. He doesn't have a choice. It's part of their contract. So he kicks them out, and then he goes and locks the engineers at Twitter out of their own code so that his team, his Twitter people, his Tesla people basically, can go in there, look at the code, and see how it's built, see how it's manipulated, see what's going on, and then take all that data and go from there. He's also going to take put a, a team together, basically a content team, and see – Basically, look at how Twitter is, how how it's made, how it's filtered, how it's censored, and then take a look at the list of people who have been shit canned from Twitter for whatever reason. Megan Murphy, Alex Jones, James O'Keefe, James Lindsay, the president, former president of the United States. Listen, listen, listen. Comedians, scientists, Jordan, P, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, suspended from Twitter. The Babylon Bee, suspended from Twitter. So. Seeing how going, he's gonna he's gonna take his time, gonna go through the process, and people are just sitting here, waiting, to see what takes place, to see if he actually does pull the pin on the grenade. Well, not really pull the pin. Yeah, and yeah, pull the pin on the grenade, and blow up the censorship. Could he do it? I think he could. He's been blabbing about it this whole fucking time, and he's pulled out of the deal like twice already. But ultimately, he did. You know, agree to it, and I guess he played some games. I mean, obviously he's a capitalist; he's gonna play games, and he, this has to work into his benefit. Taking this company private, making huge adjustments to it, making it really, really profitable, making because all the all the uh, uh, advertisers and sponsors for the platform are like, we're not gonna spend any money on this fucking guy. And he's like, he essentially he's gonna be like, you will when I'm done with you. Nobody believed in Tesla when it first came out. Now look at it; it's one of the largest car makers in the world. And congratulations, there needs to be a balance between electric vehicles, hydrogen vehicles, uh, uh, gasoline vehicles, diesel vehicles. They all need to be made in the mixed. They all, they all need to be there. They all need to be working, uh, you know, you know, they need to evolve. I don't see, I'm not saying all cars need to be electric, but electric needs to be part of the equation. There's a lot of cars that should be electric, you know. There's makes no sense that my Lincoln Continental run on a 32-valve dual overhead cam V8. It's just pointless. It's a gas guzzler. That car should be running on a, a supercharged four-cylinder or six-cylinder turbo, or because it should be really, really quiet. A car like that is designed to be quiet and comfortable. 
Electric is quiet. Electric is comfortable. That's the thing. But if we're talking about like a Mustang or a Camaro, then you want to hear you want to hear that. You know, like a don't tell me that Teslas are the fastest thing in the world. They're not. Okay, a Porsche 911 Turbo. Uh, it's it's zero to sixty in two point two seconds. That's fucking fast as shit. But at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Well, some people do. But that's the thing. It's your choice. You know, there should be a balance of those vehicles. And he, he like I said, he I'm straying. He built this thing from the ground when nobody, even, even Top Gear was making fun of him. And he's built that. You know, he was pretty close to going bankrupt. He didn't have many sponsors. He had and he had the SpaceX. He had the Boring Company. But he's built it up. He took it all from a joke as like, a, oh, that's cute. And now look where it is. He's forcing uh, gasoline-powered vehicles and diesel-powered vehicles and hydrogen-powered vehicles to be more efficient, to be more reliable, to just be better petrol vehicles in general. And if one in five cars or one in three cars are electric, cool. I think it's awesome because it'll – It'll calm down the need and the reliance on gasoline so that uh, gasoline producers are more thoughtful, are better. You know, just they have competition now, and they need to be better at what they do. And electric car makers need to be better at making electric cars because there's a lot of faults and a lot of issues with electric cars. They're heavy. They're expensive. They're easy to control. They, uh, uh, you know, and there's reliability issues. Give it time. Give it time. Okay, let them into the conversation. I would be perfectly happy with driving an electric sedan, a petrol Mustang, and a diesel truck. I'd be cool with that. That'd be awesome. But a Dodge Viper has to have a V10. A V10 with an electric supercharger. So he's getting there. I'm going to say I think with him things are going to move rapidly. You know, from the amount of time it took him to really build uh, Tesla – I think things are going to build are going to move really, really quickly with him. I mean, the acquisition took a while, and there was no, from what I understand, no actual pushback from Congress or, you know, from the president and all that stuff. So he did what he had to do. He got it done. He has his stake. He owns the company. Um, and if tying this all together to close up this podcast, with more information flowing freely without the worry of censorship and self-censorship, the information that can help flow from Twitter will make it a more profitable company. As a, as a necessary town square and a necessary area for getting information, that will make it a more, in my opinion, and probably his opinion, a goal of taking a company that was worth so much more a share to making it now four times worth that value, four times that value. And if he ever makes it public again, instead of it trading at around $38 a share, it'll be trading at $200 a share. That means he has more capital to do more with the company. That's pretty awesome. That's something that would we would all look forward to. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, it's all a toss-up. It could all fall flat in his face. But I think we got a. I think we have a shot here. Elon is he's definitely a free thinker, and uh, that is something we should absolutely respect about him, and something we should actually respect about ourselves. Our ability to. Uh, risk making mistakes upon seeking further enlightenment and additional information to help us build a stronger case for building a better us. And Elon's allowing us to do that by not worrying about what we say in terms of whether or not we're going to get banned or uh, for it, but whether we're going to get criticized or fact-checked for it. 
by people that should be fact-checking us. Um, and I think something I saw earlier about Elon is he's actually fact-checking the fact-checkers with Twitter now. It's something I saw. I don't I don't know if this is true. Essentially, like when like the president says something, there there are fact-checkers. Like content moderators on Facebook and on Twitter that say, actually, according to these sources, blah 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 blah, this uh, this these facts are misleading. Well, Elon's apparently got his own sources now. That's gonna be like, uh, n- now no, the people actually are he, essentially forming his own Wikipedia on Twitter to say, nah, this is all bullshit. Uh, according, you know, it's int- I don't know. We're gonna see. So essentially, um, content moderation done by the people to fact check the people who were originally our fact checkers. So to call, be able to call bigwigs out on their bullshit is going to be a major discovery uh, so that we are ultimately not having as many overlords or as um, George Carlin once quoted, the owners of this country. So it's a big country club and you're not invited. So... Um, yeah, I, I think that's, so. Ultimately, the free, the free, the freer flow of information is going to allow, or going to hopefully prevent things like what happened in New York with teachers and sanitation workers and cops and firefighters getting fired because there's more information that ultimately won't lead up to the control and tyrannical decision making that did take place in New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Ca- uh, Southern California, L.A., Boston, vaccine mandates in Boston, mask mandates, shit like that. Um, and will ultimately, hopefully, be a, 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 you know, a bright, a real bright example of what can happen when capitalism goes right. When somebody who's, well, forget about capitalism for a second. A, a free-flowing economy where somebody who has a shitload of money is willing to do something good. Now, don't get me wrong, though. His goal is to, is to not go bankrupt and make this place like a safe haven. He just want, he he does want this thing to make money. He's just trying to figure out how to do it, and I'm sure he's got a ton of ideas. But that brain of his must be running at like 200%, and I just I don't know. I I can't I can't think like that. My thoughts are chaotic, but maybe his are too. But you know, good on him for doing it. Good on him for doing it, taking up a major challenge, and quite possibly creating the greatest social media. Uh, uh, it's probably even beyond. It's beyond that at this point. It's not even just social media. It's something bigger than that. This is an information, like, whatever, a, fo- a, a, a free-flowing forum of truth. So, I don't know what's going to take place from. I, I mean, I have some theories about what else he's going to do, how we could expand this, how we could integrate this. I don't, it's not gonna be pretty. There's gonna be a lot of weird and rough articles and negative articles and op-eds and uh, failures and people claiming that he lied to you and blah, 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 blah. And we will see, we will see. But the fact that now studies about what was what happened in the past couple of years can finally make it to light, and people worrying about whether or not they self whether they're self censoring themselves and shit like that. I was doing that. I'm guilty of so, of some self censorship, worrying about what I'm gonna say uh, on YouTube, and that's why the podcast left YouTube. That's why this part of my 
my uh, whole life project here left YouTube and went to Rumble because I just wanted to be able to say what I wanted. Um, and that was it. Just wanted to say what I wanted. That's all it is. And nothing further. So, that, Because this is, this is essentially my weekly therapy. I don't want to do it, but I know I have to. Um, okay, so we covered a, a couple topics today. We covered the New York City vaccine mandate that's currently being blocked but appealed. Uh, and then the additional uh, bullet points on that. Elon, the CEO, is now the CEO of Twitter. He fired the CEO and the CFO. Uh, the engineers were locked out so that uh, Elon could take a closer look. Share trading has been suspended. Um, it, his goal is eventually make, to make it go public. When uh, Again, when we don't know. The fate of the people who are still blocked. And, um, oh yeah, essentially to close up shop that a, a capitalist favors the public, favors the populace. So that's some cool shit. But we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm, Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can go to my website, positive sarcasm.com. Uh, Check out all my other stuff there, my other channels. You can, um, am I on Twitter? No, I'm actually, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, but you can email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Questions, music, question, posing music, you know, movie reviews, blah, 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 blah. Go ahead, hit me up on my website. You can contact me through there as well. Uh, if you want to watch the podcast, it's available on Rumble, Positive Sarcasm, and Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. If you want to listen to the podcast, you know, iTunes, Stitch, well, it's Apple Podcast now, excuse me, but iTunes, Stitcher, you know, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, anywhere podcasts are available, and, of course, on my new Substack. And, of course, check out my sponsors, my affiliate links for the Weeble app, free stocks if you sign up through my la- my through my link, and, of course, uh, magicmind.co slash learn for uh, more information on that. Definitely check that out. It is, don't remember what I said, don't don't drink it on an empty stomach. Make sure you eat first, then pound that, and then get after it during the day. And I think that's it. But yeah, we're also on Substack. And if you want to support the podcast or support anything PS, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. In the meantime, whew, I think we're done here. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.